Hey guys, welcome to What's Next, the podcast. I'm Sophie. And I'm Hannah. And this week we're talking about house prices in the New Zealand Herald and why we just don't get it and why all the smashing avos. Yeah. Jamming that in the jar. Welcome to What's Next. We're back again. Yes. For another another week. Mm-hmm. So, how the bloody hell are ya? Oh, mate. Uh, I'm good, thanks. I have got two days off in a row back from work. Whoop, 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 so, whoop, whoop. I now have a weekend, which is great. Um, doing, doing lots. Doing lots in the weekend. Um, we're going to go to Sal's this weekend and... I'm really excited. And I've, try that out. I've heard good things. Uh, My yeah. pal, Minnie... Yeah, Minnie, and who Jake. deserves the biggest shout out on this podcast? Shout ever. out to Minnie. Minnie messaged me and was like, "Oh, I didn't get a shout out on last week's episode because Minnie organised the whole of Easter, which we talked about yeah. for ages. Our whole friend Easter. Yeah. Um, Minnie, we love you, and also Minnie, who loves Sal's Pizza. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Had great we're things. We're gonna do it all. Yeah, got lots of stuff to look forward to. Now I have two days off. Yay. I can do so much. Um, I haven't been doing much else. I've got a race coming up in two weeks. Uh, the Hawke's Bay um, Air New Zealand 10k race. I'm doing that. Um, and should really stop drinking alcohol, but I've just had a pretty hefty gin and tonic, so we're having a good time. <laughs> uh, get us. Mate. Mate. What have you been doing? Um, two significant things, or good things, happened to me last week. Um, first thing was that me and, um, my friend Jake, we went and saw Alien at the cinema, the 1979 version. They did, like, the Alien Day, and it was great, and we watched it, and it was scary. I've seen it before, but it was awesome, and seeing it in the big screen, which was really fun. Nice. Um, and then the other thing that happened to me this week, which was, it wasn't happened to me, it sort of happened to every single person who has a period in New Zealand, was that guy... That dude who wrote an article for the Waikato Times, that, like, opinion um, piece about how women, or how all men understand the pain of periods because they've had to be around women who yeah. have periods. And how, why should, like, and why should sanitary items be funded when back in the good old days, people just used to use rags and put them back in the washing machine. We're not in that time, though. Like, it's not relevant. I I read it and I just was so... That fact is irrelevant, not periods are relevant. I rate about this fuckwit of a dude who I don't know if he's ever met like an actual woman in his life before ever that fucking lying about how for three three weeks of a month the kitten you married is like cool and then for that one week turns into a tiger and I was like you can what the like it's just isn't I um if for a more coherent takedown of this guy um Michelle Acor? Acor? One of those. Michelle Acor, um, who's um, an awesome comedian, um, she's done a little piece for the spinoff, which is really, like, badass and awesome, where she just, like... Will link it. Yeah. More link it on him. Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, she rips him to shreds in the best possible way. 
um, and just says everything I've been thinking, but it's articulates like, it a lot better than I am. Did you see the article that came out about a guy who had invented like a like a lipstick shaped glue <laughs> where you can <could laughs> seal? It up. Oh, I did. I can't remember the exact body like, part. You seal it. It was your. You, you seal up like your bulbal lip. And I was like, like oh. A fucking. But apparently, glow. if, like, when you'd go to the bathroom, it would come out. Then I was like, so what if you laugh too hard? <laughs> <laughs> it's the sort of thing that. You know, like, uh, someone who doesn't it's have. Just not, I don't trust it. It's the sort of thing someone who doesn't have periods would invent and think, this is genius. This, I've solved I all the problems. It. And every single person who gets periods is like, uh... He's patented it too. No, well, yeah, fucking good. And good, so like, no one else can make them. And he was like, it's more suited to lighter periods and stuff. But I was like, still, no. No. I'm like... not going to fucking super glue my vag lips. <laughs> every, every time. Every time. And it's not just like once a day you're fucking gluing out down there. It's like yeah. every time you pee. Yeah. Not counting the times you unexpectedly. I just will link that one too if I can find it again <sighs> because bloody hell that was a good read. I, I, I'm just... Some things... There's a lot of shit going on in the world but some things scare me more than others. <laughs> anyway. Segway. <laughs> Secret to what we're actually, topic. actually talking about today. The topic du jour, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm writing like the New Zealand Hero. I'm speaking like the New Zealand Hero writes. Okay. Uh, house prizes and how millennials are too lazy to afford one. You just sound like you said house prizes, not prices. Well, so it sounds to. like we're winning houses. I'd have to win a house to be able to... I'd have, yeah, I'd one. have to go... I, I wouldn't even be able to go on the block and bid on a house. Do you know what's ridiculous? If I won a million dollars in the lotto, I, I'd have to spend... I could only just buy a house in Auckland. Mm-hmm. A million... Remember when a million dollars was a lot of money? It's yeah, nothing now. I know. By the time I pay off my student loan. So, yeah. If the Herald... Not, not just the Herald, but a, a lot of media sources um kind of tend to yeah take the narrative that anytime any person under the age of 30 buys a house they get a full article about them um, full profile what they've done yeah they are where usually what their family background is discovered and what's like, their nationality the last like three quarters like the last quarter or last third of the article that they've lived at home rent free for the like for the last like six years since they turned 18 and then worked while they're at uni and it's like but also the fact that even just living at home you save so much money but that's not a luxury that's afforded to so many people like you know my family definitely they could have afforded for me to stay living at home but for the degree that I wanted to study I had to move away Mm. Um, other people, their families, you know, can't afford to financially support them when they're in their mid-twenties while they're studying. Um, like my, like with the living costs, which I had to get because living at uni, that was what, $176 a week that I was getting as a loan. Yeah. Because I wasn't, and then I was working on top of that, like another 15 to 20 hours a week, Mm. um, paying things. And then I still have left uni with like a over $30,000 student loan, which is like, a deposit on a house. Essentially. Mm. There's your deposit. 
that's the rent I was paying, you know, $176 a week was going straight into my rent. Just covers it. Which could have been going straight into my savings to pay for a house if I'd been living at home. It's not like, but like, that's just like what I said, like a luxury that not many people can afford. So basically what we wanted to do is just break down why we don't understand it and I know a lot of people have similar viewpoints to ours as to why it's kind of such an uproar. So it's back it's, it's and why is, buying a house feels so unaffordable like unobtainable. Yeah, so it is us. very opinion like is a bit of an opinionated episode because there's a lot of us talking about it. But we'd love to hear from you if you have viewpoints as well. Um for me it's just never it like it hasn't been on my radar mm. that I'm one day may buy a house because it's just always been out of reach for me. Like, yeah, sure, if I ever bought a house, that would be great. But like, it's it's not my it's not my main goal. It's like, but it's sort of part of you know the Kiwi dream of you know like it ev- used to be yeah everyone's or well, not everyone's but like um a lot of people their parents they grow up owning their own house and sure like paying a hefty mortgage but. Um, you know, some people obviously still rent and things, but it's, you know, owning your own home is like something to aspire to, I guess. It's, yeah, kind of a symbol that you've got it together. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, they, they're clearly earning enough to have a house. I never really thought about, um, buying a house until recently when I've been working as like a, um... I'm not working as a real estate agent, but I've been helping someone um, I work with do some open homes. Uh, she's selling her apartment. Um, and just, like, her apartment was really nice, a nice, like, little one-bedroom place in the CBD. Um, then, like, showing people around and heaps of the people really interested. But um, that's what started me thinking about it. But looking at that, like, it was a one-bedroom apartment that had a RV of $240,000. If you take the house and I say I only paid the RV value, put in an offer of the RV value, which was $240,000 for this apartment, which house prices in Wellington is so high and so far above mm. the RV, it's ridiculous. And then say I needed to put in a $20,000 deposit, not $20,000, 20% deposit yeah. for this house. Let's do some maths. That's $24,000, not $240,000. Did you know you did that? No. <laughs> Calculator. $240,000. That's $48,000 that I need to get together. I could have done that maths in my head. But um, <laughs> $48,000 that I need to find somewhere to put in that deposit to get a house mm. when I earn $38,000 a year. So I'd have to save my entire income or half of my income for over two years, yeah. which isn't possible because of yeah. I'm paying rent and I'm living and I'm existing as a person in the world in order to afford a one-bedroom apartment at its RV, which is actually, you're looking at like over a hundred grand more than that pretty much anyway yeah 
in Wellington in the current market. It's insane. Don't know if any of that made sense, but I just like crunched some numbers. And then I was like, even if I did manage to put in that $20,000 deposit and I had to pay a mortgage and my mortgage was like whatever that standard mortgage rates are, I'd be paying like 230 bucks a week to pay off the mortgage. Yeah. For my apartment, which I own, which is more than the rent I'm paying now, which I had to save for years to pay <laughs> to save. All for this, it's like, just, unattainable dream yeah. that I've been told I should want, which is the security of owning my own home. And, like, I mean, obviously, if I had, like, a partner or something who was going to help me um, and would buy a house together, it might, it would be a bit easier. But, like, I can't guarantee that. And also, I feel like buying a house with someone... Like I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, yeah, I feel like getting married is less of a commitment than buying a house together. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, same, to be honest. Like, legally binding document versus hundreds of thousands of dollars invested yeah. your whole savings yeah. tied up with one other person. I also did number crunching, but I did it on... Hannah is dipping her camembert cheese into sun-dried tomato hummus. I don't know how I feel about Maybe it Maybe this right is now. why I can't afford a house. Cause I... Okay, we say this, but we have a very mediocre-looking cheese board going on. <laughs> anyway, um, as I was saying, so there's a website called interest.co.nz. And um, if you want to sort your life out financially, it's actually a really good website. Uh, but they, because they have a lot of ca- um, calculators, they can help you work out stuff. So... I found a calculator for saving for a deposit. So this is um, basically how long do you have to save for a house deposit. So say the house I want to buy is $400,000. All right. Base rate, basically. Average average sort of house average price. Average sort of house price. Low end, very low end of house prices in Wellington. Yeah. So average house price would anywhere be way else. out in the hut, even yeah. further. You're in um, bloody... The wider upper or yep. somewhere. You're, you're commuting an hour and a half into yeah. work every day. So should I do this? I'll do this on my current, what I'm currently earning, because I'm not earning a lot. Yep. Um, just above the minimum wage, I'll say. Uh, so I need 20, 000, a 20% deposit. I did the 20000 thing you did too. <laughs> um, so it's $80,000 I need. So I put my household income in, and then let's just say I have... As a young person, I've got about 3000 in the bank. So how much of that take-home pay can you save? So I said 10%, which is $51 a week. At this rate, assuming you save in an account paying interest of 3%, you will take 340 months to reach your target, or 28.3 years. How old are you in 28.3 years? 46. 46. I'll be 46 when I can buy a house at my current... Assuming house prices stay the same and we don't enter nuclear winter because of Donald Trump and North Korea. Exactly. So how... Maybe I'm going to hold off purchasing a house until I find out. Until this political climate stabilizes itself. Let's say what's next bought a house. So I'm, I'm basically taking a relationship to the next level. More intense joint bank account, all oh. of that. Um, okay, so I'll just ballpark what we do in a week combined. Would that be about right? That's about right. Yep. Okay. Uh, say I'll double what we've saved up. Yeah, I could. Yeah, we could save double. Yeah, say double that. So doubling. So the saved up already would be six thousand. 
How much of that take-home pay can we save? Would, would we still let's, do 10 Let's cents? bump it to, like, let's say, I was going to say, like, 20. Let's go, like, 17 or 18%. Okay, so 18% means we would be saving $216 a week to our house deposit. Mm-hmm. It would take 6.6 years for the same $400,000 house. I would be almost 30. That's not too bad. It's not too I'm bad, but I'm completely I... relying on... But yeah. we'd have to, yeah, but we'd have to stick to $216 a week, every week. For, for, till we're 30. And, yeah, and we're really into food and holidays and stuff. So. Food and holidays and mediocre cheese balls. Yeah, so I, I think, like, even if we did 15%, it would take 7.9 years. So, find a buddy is probably, yeah. <laughs> find a buddy and buy a house together. But Not, not a partner, not a spouse. A buddy. a buddy. The buddy system. Do you have your buddy? It came into play at primary school. It comes into good now <laughs> with house hunting. But this is just a slightly more intense permanent buddy. Okay, so I did all that and then I scrolled down and there was some comments. One of them is was very preachy. Uh, I'm quoting right now. Try not to spend anything that is not absolutely vital. Try not to go out to eat. Don't purchase new garments. Don't buy new furniture. Or, an, or a car. Drop your satellite TV. Turn down the warmth. Go to the library as opposed to purchasing books and magazines. Discover somebody. Grandma, possibly. <laughs> survived the Great Depression. <laughs> and ask them how it was finished. Oh. What? Is this a joke? Like, sure, you've got to save. And sure, you've got to, like, cut out some luxuries if you want to buy a house. And I completely understand. It's basically, like, stop everything. Auction everything you don't need off. Don't go out. Don't Read have your social home life. Winter. Don't buy anything. Get sick. Get colds in your house. It's... I like I understand that buying a house like it's a huge investment and it's not something that should be easy and yeah like I said it's not something that is just gonna happen you do have to work and save at it but like spending absolutely no money and like digging your own vegetables in your garden like I don't think it's that it does work for some people but when I read that I was like not me at all yeah I I love buying new garments I bought an eight dollar shirt from the Salvation Army today and I look like I should be on whose line is it anyway but I love it Nonetheless. It's great. But it's just, you know, the whole Evo Toast thing. It's like, why Evo Toast as well? Have you seen how expensive Tamarillos are? How expensive Kumas are per kilo sometimes? Yeah, don't eat eat them. But it's like, why? Like, it's just saying, like, don't ever do anything fun, ever. You deserve no luxuries and no fun things because you should be saving for a house. But they're also saying that young people spend too much on... on those things where it's very generalized yeah exactly but it's just like you can't just like say to someone you should be saving and then take away all the little things that make life a little bit enjoyable like going to the movies and like buying a fucking avo smash bagel Having a coffee, buying a coffee because you forgot to have one that morning. And it's like, sure, all those little things add up. And if you think that buying a house is more important than all of those things, but I feel like those little things contribute to overall, like your mental health. Mm. And sitting in the dark in a room with no heaters on because you're trying to one day save in eight years. Yeah, telling yourself you'll one day buy a house. Uh, It stops being worth it. 
It's that short-term gain versus long-term goal sort of thing, I guess. Yeah, but it's got to be sustainable. Yeah. All about balance. An avid host is sometimes it's just, you just got to do it. Yeah. I mean, I had avo toast on a... Oh, I had an avo bagel last week when we went to the big dog walk. I also had an avo bagel. Don't regret it whatsoever. No. Loved it. Had a great time in the sun. It even had pesto on it. It was delicious. But... Anyway, I don't know. But this is, yeah, it's the sort of thing where people roll their eyes and say, you don't know anything about how, what life was like back in our day. And it's like, yeah, but you people don't, the times are a lot harder now. It's a lot harder to find a well-paying job and, you know, buy a house with rising house prices and all this drama. Mm. But it's just a, it's a different situation yeah. to what it was then. Um like some statistics were released this morning when I was researching around um, that there has been a fall in home ownership because the prices have gone up. So in 2001, 56% of 30 to 39 year olds own their own home. And as of 2013, was that when the last census was? So that would have been when it was taken there. Yeah, yeah. 2013 because we were in our first year of uni mm-hmm. we had to do it in the hall. Um, 43%. So it has dropped, and then there's dropped. been. Has there been? I'd say it's even lower than that now. That was four years ago. You could start that thing, you know, where you start with a paperclip, and you're like, "I'll swap you a paperclip for the lid of that sustainer." Someone did that, didn't and they? They, yeah, they did, and then they ended up with a house. Yeah, but or you could win ZM Secret Sound. Oh, that's my next step. Yeah, I was actually going to ask if you wanted to. We wanted that. if we did two shots. Do a collab. Do a collab for it. And try and win that secret sound, because that's the only way we're going to be buying our <laughs> co house. house. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's not on my radar. Maybe one day Maybe the housing will market will crash. And I feel like a giant reset button needs to be hit. And they're like, hey, young people, here's all the opportunities that you can't get. I know. Have them. Just welcome. I'll be like, thank you. Thanks, I'll take them. I'll take them all. Mm. I'll take that free university education and that low interest rates and low mortgage rates and lo- lower all. median house and prices. And I'll use it for greater good and I will thrive. But yeah, to sum up, we're trying, New Zealand Herald. <laughs> we're we, doing our best. But I think it's just, um, it's it's very easy for certain people to say groups certain groups aren't trying hard enough and back in my day it was a lot easier when you already have the thing that other people are striving to obtain mm, yeah it's it's very easy to stand on the other side of it and make observations but without actually knowing what the entire picture is shall we move on to top, top three things to google, google. oh beautiful this Great. Whoa. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Top thing to Google number one is we're doing a little bit of a What's Next book club this week. Yeah. The book I'm reading. Okay. Number one. Oh, that's cool. That, no. <laughs> Fine, you go first. It's cool. I mean, you're on a roll, so you may as well just keep going. Book I'm reading. It's just, um, I've got like 50 pages to go at the most, and I'm really excited to finish it. Let's hurry up and you wrap this up. You can't see right now. So waving her arms around. Let's finish, wrap this up so I can keep reading it. It's The Handmaid's Tale. They're making a TV show. I've heard it's good. The book is great. I read like two thirds of it last night on my bed. 
after work. It's all I did last night, and I haven't read a book like that in, like, where I've been so engrossed in a book for ages. It's awesome. It's by Margaret, Margaret Atwood. It's, it's a feminist novel, unless you're reading some of the stuff the cast from the TV show is saying, where it's not feminist, it's humanist, because women are humans and people. <laughs> um, and it's great. Check it out. Highly recommend. Good stuff. Mine is also a book called Red Notice, and it's by Bill Browder, who owns um, a huge hedge fund, but is now a humanitarian. I bet he owns a house. Uh, I think he owns several. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's about, uh, it basically talks about um, the corruption in Russia's police force and government Mm -hmm. force. Uh, Basically, Bill Browder was kicked out of Russia because... Uh, Putin set up a whole thing that he was a threat to national security when he was not. He was just releasing a whole lot of stuff about the corruption in Russia. And uh, yeah, it's it sounds... When I, I got it for my birthday and at first I thought it was going to be a really like financial businessy book, but it's, it, it reads like a thriller and it is really good. So yeah, have a look at Red Notice. Cool. Third thing to Google is the Christ. New Zealand. Some's <laughs> given up on me. Third thing to Google is the New Zealand Comedy Festival coming to a town near you if you happen to live in Auckland, Wellington, and maybe Christchurch. But it goes for the whole of May, I believe, and some great comedians, some New Zealand ones, some international ones, some brilliant acts. They're all going to be performing and making you laugh. Um, what more can you ask for? Yeah, so Google that and it'll tell you when and where and what is happening. Yeah, go because a lot of those tickets are selling fast, as we discovered. Yes. Yeah, so that's us for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. We're going to take a mini hiatus. Because the long-awaited day has <laughs> arrived. My wisdom teeth are coming out. Next time you hear from me, I'll have four less teeth in my mouth. Yeah. So that's happening after we've talked about it for about just, three episodes. We might have to dedicate a whole episode to me recapping the whole experience. <laughs> Look us a message on podcast. Facebook or Twitter if you'd like to hear this story <laughs> if, about my wisdom teeth. Um, yeah, it'll be a completely separate episode that I'll, yeah. I'll produce. But, Side um, roll. I'm going into general anesthetic yeah, for the so, first time. I could die. Okay. No, I won't die. I'm, not- <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> We've talked about this a lot. Being overdramatic. So we're going to be gone for about two, three weeks. We'll let you know when we're coming back. Uh, And if anything's exciting. Heading in our lives, we'll do it in the meantime. Sophie's running a 10k. I've got got my race. I'm doing that. It's all all happening for Oh, so we've gone three weeks. We're going to be three weeks because my race is in two. Yeah. Three weeks. The girl's so busy. You do you, but be considerate. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.